This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA, with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie. Thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for subscribing. iTunes, SoundCloud are the two main places you can find us and subscribe to the broadcast. We hope you will do so. And joining me right now is Inspector Tracy Lapping. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us again. Another appearance on Animals Voice. But neither of us can remember our last discussion we had. What does that mean? You can't remember what we've been what it, here a long time. <laughs> we need to go back into the archives and find out what we talked about last time. So today we're going to be talking about care of horses and and specifically the standards of care for a horse under the laws of Ontario. This is an area of subject matter expertise for you. So thank you for coming and joining us to talk about this. Thank you for having me. So I guess I'll start by asking who sets the standards of care for horses? Like what are the laws surrounding care of horses in Ontario? Well, the standards of care is actually a component of the Ontario SPCA Act. So that goes for all animals in Ontario. So everything that is living in Ontario has to meet this criteria. So there are guidelines specific to horses that can be found in the Equine Code of Practice. And that is a national document that's recognized by the Ontario SPCA. And we actually use it as an educational tool to help owners should they not be meeting the standard of care as set out in the Ontario SPCA legislation. Okay. So tell me about some of the common calls that officers respond to as it relates to standards of care of horses. Certainly. Um, We receive calls regarding shelter, uh, food or water, medical care issues. A lot of people have concerns with horses being left outside in the winter. So we would see sort of a real uh, latitude of calls that are coming in with respect to horses. You know, I think people think of the Ontario SPCA and our shelters, and a lot of times they default to house pets, right? Dogs, cats, bunnies, guinea pigs horses, that's a different thing. And when you're getting a call about a horse in distress, I feel like that would be a pretty significant investigation. Can you describe, like, what is that response process when you get a call about a horse in distress versus a dog or a cat? Absolutely. I think a horse case is is just as consistent in terms of investigation as a cat or dog, and that the Ontario SPCA does respond to uh, animal cruelty uh, calls, again, regarding all animals. So we would attend the property similar to any other file in terms of cat or dog, and we are attending to be able to determine whether or not the allegations are accurate, and we would proceed through our investigative process with respect to that the same as any other file. Okay, so my next question, which my producer Emily prepared for me, says most stabled horses receive daily turnout. So my first question is, what's daily turnout? (laughs) (laughs) So there's a variety of methods in which you can manage horses. Some horses uh, are stalled in the evening or come in through the day. Some horses live outside 24 hours a day. So uh, a stabled horse would be one that would live in his stall and be provided turnout as an opportunity for exercise. And turnout means being put outside. Okay, thank you. So by law, at what point do you need to put food out for the horse? So again, with those variety of the methodologies of housing or managing horses, some horses receive free choice, which means 
all the time access to food and other horses receive meal feedings. So a horse that is stabled may be fed three or four meal feedings per day. Mm -hmm. So they receive a breakfast, perhaps they'll receive some food while they're turned out, they'll receive a lunch, a supper, and then possibly even a night check hay, so later in the evening. So a stable horse that's turned out may not have necessarily food put out for it while it's outside, but is fed while it's stalled inside. So it just depends on the methodology that the owner is using or the barn manager is using while keeping those horses that would dictate how they were fed in a day. I had no idea. I'm learning so much from you today. We're going to continue learning from you. After this quick break, we're going to take a a quick break and ask you some more questions about um, horses and uh, standards of care as it relates to horses. We thank you, the Animals Voice podcast listeners, for continuing to subscribe at iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you have show ideas, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at OSPCA Kevin, or you can email me at kmckenzie at ospca.on. Stand by, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Brad Dewar, an inspector with the Ontario SPCA. Every day, Ontario SPCA officers respond to calls of animals being abused or neglected. All animals in Ontario are required to be provided with basic standards of care. If you suspect abuse or neglect, call our toll-free call centre at 310-SPCA or 7722. You can also email your complaint to cruelty at ospca.on.ca. Welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. Uh, We're here with Inspector Tracy Lapping. Just yammering away, you and I, having a good time. It's what we do here in Animals Voice. We yammer a lot, don't we? Yes. Oh, if you knew what happened during the commercial breaks here, the abuse I take. All right, I'm sorry. I'll stop teasing now. I want to talk to you about the uh, No Hot Pets campaign that we have. We're in campaign a lot during actually very hot uh, months in the summer, and we raise concern about leaving animals in hot vehicles. I want to talk about how that relates to horses. So what about trailers? You know, if a trailer is sitting at a horse show with a horse inside, is that acceptable? Uh, Or is there enough airflow? How does that work with horses? Well, when a trailer is not moving, airflow is certainly uh, not happening. And airflow is certainly a way that horses are able to alleviate heat stress. Sure. So we have to be very careful working horses and uh, leaving them in a trailer in the summer. We need to be mindful of the temperature and a way to monitor that horse's level of comfort is to see what they're physically doing as a result of the heat. Horses sweat in order to relieve heat. So if their sweating is starting to become uh, excessive, that is a, a key indicator to us that their body is starting to overheat. Are they able to control their internal temperature more effectively than, say, dogs, where I hear that dogs, you know, even a minor change in temperature can really impact a dog because they're not able to perspire the same way that you and I might be able to. Are horses more efficient with that? Um, I can't speak to that specifically. Um, However, they do sweat to be able to temperature control just like you and me. So if we wanted to relate to what they're enduring with the heat in a trailer, Mm. that would would be a key factor. Um, Horses don't uh, pant per se, but they will start to breathe heavily and we can see that with their nostrils starting to flare. So we need to be very mindful. Horses actually don't handle heat very well in terms of high humidity that can cause real strain on their bodies. And uh, contrary that they actually can handle a cold temperature when they're in good health, they can handle cold temperatures very well. That's what I was, okay, so I was about to ask you if the season 
uh, dictates a change to the rules. You know, so in the winter, are there different rules about how long horses can be left out than in the summer? Well, with respect to a trailer, they wouldn't go into a heat distress situation, but they can get cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, a trailer does offer some form of, um, let's say, shelter from the wind and the rain should they be uh, shipped for a long period of time. Again, within reason, they require appropriate brakes to do so. Mm-hmm. Now, horses can be outside in, in cold temperatures. The challenge for horses is when they uh, get wet, they have a hard time being able to deal with the cold when they're wet. So they require shelter to be able to uh, escape from, you know, excessive snow or rain during the winter months. However, a dry cold, they can handle that quite well. And owners can put blankets on them and other things to sort of help deal with the temperatures, but providing them appropriate shelter and then appropriate food intake to deal with the energy output for being cold will keep the horse in good health for the winter, despite a cold temperature. Okay. So we have listeners that own horses, some that don't, but may be interested. What is the best way for them to to keep up to date on the best standards of care. Certainly, owners can review the Ontario SPCA Act because that set out the standard of care for all animals in Ontario. But specifically for horses, the Equine Code of Practice is a great resource for anyone to learn what those standards are for that animal and it's recognized nationally. Okay, great. Listen, I appreciate your time joining us today on Animals Voice Podcast. I think we're going to probably be talking again in the in the near future. So uh, thank you so much for everything you do. Anytime I have one of our inspectors on the show, uh, I make sure to convey a very heartfelt thank you for everything you do. I've been lucky enough to do a few ride-alongs with your team in the past, and I do not know how you guys do what you do every day, and I respect it so much. So thank you on behalf of the listeners and the rest of the staff here for everything you do to help animals in Ontario every day. Thank you for having me. Thank you to the listeners of Animals Voice Podcast for listening. We hope you will share this broadcast, tell your friends, and again, subscribe at iTunes and SoundCloud. Until next time, we will catch you later. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice. 